Episode 129 of the PJ Archive is an interview I did with the gifted Irish actress and singer Jessie Buckley, who's now one of the world's hottest stars. This interview took place in London in late 2008, when Jessie was 18 years old. Earlier that year, she'd come second to Jodie Prenger in I'd Do Anything, the BBC TV audition series for the role of Nancy in the latest London production of the musical Oliver. Jessie had turned down the opportunity to be Jodie's understudy and was about to feature in a revival of the Stephen Sondheim show A Little Night Music at a London fringe studio theatre called the Menier Chocolate Factory. The character that I'm playing in Little Night Music is called Anne Eggerman and she's an 18-year-old, very innocent, very pure, the complete opposite to Nancy, if you want to put it in that sense, but she's full of fun, very, you know, giggly, and she's married to her husband, who's much older than her, and he's a lawyer, and she feels like her relationship with him is... She does love him, but she's a bit confused in what love means because she is so young and she is so innocent and she's naive about you know the world and stuff like that so the love that she has for him in my eyes is more of a fatherly figure and the things he can you know supply for her like a nice nice dresses and a beautiful house and a maid and she thinks oh this is love and I suppose because of the era that it's set in as well it has their marriage has come about in a sense that you know, it could have been arranged and stuff like that. So she's been thrown in, I suppose, at the deep end and kind of doesn't really know what's, what's happening but goes along with it anyway. I'm so enjoying her though. And what's really nice is that it's really challenging me and it's giving me the opportunity to grow as an actress, more so because there is a lot of, you know, dialogue and it's the, the musical itself is more like a play with songs rather than a musical with, with words and exactly you don't get to sing no I don't no. get to sing the fantastic Hannah Roddingham gets to sing it yeah. um, I'm really enjoying the part and I hopefully I think it might show another side to me yeah. <laughs> um, and it's set in Sweden yeah so one of the challenges you've got is take a Swedish accent doesn't it no it's not actually it's a terribly terribly posh OP accent I'm afraid posh what accent um, or P like very oh, English okay, yeah okay. So, yes, I've been uh, listening to Money Penny and James Bond and I've had to pick it up, so... Um, but it's good, it's good fun. It's, it's a really big learning curve for me. It's great. I'm really enjoying it. happier doing a small English accent than doing a Swedish accent? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, I think... I don't really know a Swedish accent, so they, uh, how they work, but no, I'm really enjoying it. Has anyone suggested any way that you need to tone down your very Irish accent? No! I think as, as, an, as an actress you have to be able to make those, you know, those changes and outside of doing my job as an actress, which I love, I want to stay true to myself and I want to, I am Irish and I'm really proud to be Irish and... Are you scared of the odd word like coming Terrified. <laughs> Absolutely terrified. <laughs> I'm yeah, I am definitely scared, but I think if I just if I keep working at it it'll be fine. But I mean if that was the case, actors like Ewan McGregor, every time he went, you know he's Scottish and James McAvoy and 
Daniel Day-Lewis, you know, they're all... So have you been using those sort of language tapes that you use when you want to learn any foreign language or something? <laughs> Yeah, no, I have. I've, um, I have actually. I was I was listening to there just before I came into rehearsals today, and it's good. You know, they they tell us to do little bits, and I find myself, you know, I, I go to grab a coffee and I, I do it in an RP accent, so you know, just kind of just keep top, topping it up. But I feel like it's got a little bit better since I started. Um, but the odd word does slip in now and then. And, you got more in, in the past, yes. other very distinguished people. Is that quite awesome for you? I'm awestruck. I'll admit, when I first walked in on the first day, I was I was just a bit starstruck because, especially when we, we read through the script, and they're all just, it's just so easy to them, and they're just, they really just become that part. And I mean, to have Hannah, Hannah Waddingham, who's just come back from Broadway, to be, you know, our leading lady, and Maureen Lipman, and Alex Hansen, who won, you know, Best Actor for Sound and Music, and then you've Gabriel Vick, who's, you know, won Best Musical Theatre Voice. And I'm just kind of, I'm just sitting back. I'll admit, at times I go, oh, I, I don't deserve to be in a group of these really talented people. Um, but it, I mean, you have to start somewhere, and I feel like I have grown since the start. And on the other hand, are they a little bit in awe of you because you've been on the telly repeatedly? Um, but to be honest, I think they've all, you know, they've done telly things and they've done film things, so it's it's nothing new to them. And I'm just myself around them. I'm, you know, I, I was Nancy when I did the program, but I'm now I'm now Jesse and I'm now Anne. And I think there's a point where you have to go. Yeah, I did that, and I really enjoyed it. But you know, life has to go on and stuff like that. So. Were you headhunted for this, or did you audition for this? I auditioned. I auditioned for it, which, for myself, you know, I got this on my own back. I didn't. I didn't get something off Andrew. I didn't get something off Cameron. I, I came to the audition knowing that I mightn't have got, gotten. I'll be honest with you. My first audition, I thought, no way. I've just lost the job that I've wanted since Nancy finished. What made you think you lost the job? Oh, because my nerves just crumbled, and I met Trevor Nunn for the first time, and David Vanny, and you're just kind of overwhelmed, and it, it's. I know, but I think no matter where I am, no matter if it's um, you know in a small theatre at home in Ireland, I always get really nervous. But I suppose that's healthy. You know, it means that I'm I'm not bored. I suppose. Um, you told me in our interview on the phone that you actually used to be physically sick up until about two years ago during you know, before performance and stuff. Has that come back then? Uh, no, no. I think my legs just start to buckle and I start to shake. It's true, you know. Um, to extremes, but no, that's 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 no longer an issue, thank God. <laughs> Did you ever have kind of Imagining a situation where you went into the audition, your voice didn't come out of your mouth or something terrible. Absolutely, I had one last week and I woke up crying. Really? <laughs> I had a dream that I had a, the worst audition of my life in front of Trevor. Actually, I think it was for night music. <laughs> Um, yeah, that definitely is a scary dream. So what state were you in when you came to your first rehearsal, first meeting, first audition? Just, because this was my very first audition actually after Nancy. Um, first musical audition, because I did four weeks in RADA and I'd done concerts and stuff and this, I just signed with my agent and this is the first thing that she put me up for. So I think there was a mixture of going, <laughs> and also, you know, I was, I was really nervous. I mean, Trevor Nunn, in my eyes, he's a legend. And this project, 
when I signed my agent, I said, please, please, can I get seen for this show? I said, I just really want to work with Trevor Nunn because I am not a perfect actress. I'm not a perfect singer. But if I can get a group of people around me that can help me grow to, you know, my best abilities, then, yeah, I, w I want to work with somebody like Trevor Nunn who's worked with the greats like Judy Dench. And to be involved with something with the director who has a reputation like he does, I'm still pinching myself. I, I can't. I can't get over it when I walk in the morning and see him there. <laughs> no, you know, and it, it's it, to be honest, it suits me fine because, like I said before, you know, I did that and it was a huge part of my life. But hopefully, there'll be other things that will become part of my life. And there's just a sweet time we have to go put that in the paper box and you know. If you could go back in time, would you do the series again? Would you, would you say, yeah, it was a good idea? Yeah, no, I definitely would. Um, it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience that you only would ever do once. I loved every minute of it, and for the first time, you know, since I left school, I was, I was so happy in myself. I was glowing. I was getting to do what I love to do. And, you know, I was doing it in front of, you know, people like Andrew Lloyd Webber and Cameron, who... I would never in a million years meet. And, you know? and, and millions of viewers as well. Are you surprised at <laughs> your own courage that you were able to stand up live television and sing your heart out and do really well? De definitely. I, I didn't think that I'd be able to go with it, to be right. honest. It, um, definitely uh, opened my eyes to kind of how strong you can be when you when you are really passionate about something. And I, I am. I love it. I could. I could never think of doing anything else but this. And. When you're up there and you're getting the opportunity to to sing, first of all, even if it was if I was singing in a you know in my local amateur theatre, whether in front of Andrew Lloyd Webber, I'm still getting to do what I love to do, and that's where you, my strength came from. I think. Do you have like a sort of magic thing that you held onto to keep you uh, like a little I don't know a little coin or a button or something a charm a leprechaun? <laughs> no, that would be a bit cliche, wouldn't it? <laughs> I am shamrock. <laughs> no, I had absolutely nothing. I think my uh, my green dress said it all. To be honest. Uh, it's a green, have you kept a green dress? Absolutely, it's at home in my in my closet. Really, what in London? No, at home in Ireland. Yeah, okay. I know. Should put it in a gold case. Or something. <laughs> it's amazing. And um, what's it like waiting for that? Because it's all those programs like Strictly Come Dancing and Spencer. They always have that big moment before the year. It's your Absolutely, it's that moment you're looking back on it, you know, you see your eyes just getting bigger at every kind of beat and your heart is going like, especially in those tight corsets, you're like... <gasps> Were you hearing Jesse? Were you hearing Jodie? I didn't know what I was hearing, it was kind of going, oh, it was one of those moments where you don't really know what's going on, you just know that you're... Uh, do you think your reaction would have been the same regardless? You just wanted to cry, basically. It was too, too much for you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. anybody would cry, especially when you're in such an intense, you know, few weeks and you've been building up to this moment for, you know, 12 weeks since February till May. And you're in. So you, you turned to your parents and they grabbed you and gave you a bit of time as well, I imagine. Yes. What did they say to you? They just said, we're just so proud of you, Jesse. And they just, that's all they needed to say. 
to make me cry even more. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> um, but they just put their arms around. I mean, what can you say at a time like that? What did you do then? Did you walk off stage and absolutely fall in um, No, I went up to Rachel and Ashley first and cried there, and then when it was all over, when Jody was singing, you know, the winners as long as they need me, I, I admit I found that really hard because you're kind of looking at her going, what if that was me? <laughs> no. Me, I'd never say something. <laughs> okay. I'm not putting it in No, I, honestly, I did find that hard, but yeah, I did, when I, when it was over, I ran, ran to the toilets and just crumbled. Did you? Yeah. I just cried and yeah. you know the How long did you cry for? Three hours? It felt like a lifetime. <laughs> um, no, and the, the producers came in to me and they were, you know, they just said, look at what you've achieved as an 18-year-old, you know, this is your starting point and just think of where it could potentially go and it was, it was, it was nice to hear something like that. In a few weeks, you'll be opening and then uh, Joey will be opening. Um, no, I don't actually. I actually think this is Jodie's time to shine. Um, I think she's perfect for the part. I think she's going to do a fantastic job and I'm really proud of her. I, I went to see her in Les Mis and I know this is cringeworthy but I was crying because I thought she was, she was, she just shines on stage and obviously, you know, that show was such a big part of my life but and if, if I did win, I would be over the moon, but I didn't, and I didn't win for a reason, and I have to accept that, and I'm not sour at all about it. I'm, I'm happy for her, and I'm, I'm happy for me that I get to go on to something like this instead. In all honesty, how much consolation is this show compared to not being in Um, Do you know what? For me, I, this is the perfect thing for me right now, because... You know, after winning Nancy, I said to my agent, I said, I don't want something big. I want to have a chance to, you know, to develop. And if I hadn't gone into Nancy, hopefully I would have been starting in drama school this year. So this this is my drama school, and you know, and I want to do this the right way and build my reputation myself by doing, you know, small things and learning for hopefully hitting, you know, hitting the big West End stage like Jodie is now. Um, so for me, this is perfect, and this is this is what I wanted from the day I left Nancy. Oh, I'm not a star in any means, but uh, yes, no, I have bypassed it, but it's definitely something I I I, uh, I still think about. I, I would like to go to study acting for a while. I think for me, I. I always, I always want to improve myself and you can never stop learning and I'm only 18 at the end of the day. I mean, people... At the end of December, you'll be 19. I know. Oh, God, <laughs> whole year older. It's <laughs> a hell of a lot's happening this year, though, isn't it? I know. Yeah. I was, I was even saying that to my mom last night. Sometimes you just kind of... I just can't believe what, what, what's gone on this year. <laughs> Definitely. That things happen for a reason, and that maybe, you know, maybe it wasn't meant to be that you were there. Do you think maybe I wasn't ready to, to do the West, and maybe I couldn't be quite happy? Jodie's that much older, she's more mature, maybe she can deal with it. Um, I think if the challenge was put in front of me, I think I would have, you know, I'm, I'm very ambitious and I know, I know what. I want to achieve and I hopefully know the right ways to do it. Um, so I think if I had one, hopefully yes, I would have been able to step up to the mark. 
but this way it gives me a little bit of breathing space and I can I can pace myself and I don't have to you know obviously there's going to be critics and stuff here but you know there isn't such a huge spotlight I'm not the lead lady in this and it's perfect it suits me down to the ground when you were in the final I didn't know where I was and the week after the show nobody rang, no, nothing happened, I know and you're kinda of going, Oh is that it? Have I have I reached you know, at eighteen? Um, I had no idea what was gonna happen. But I'm I'm glad that I've waited for something like no music. Was it the second week that somebody rang you? No, actually, it was the third or fourth. I was breaking out in the cold sweat. I was like, Mom, no one's rang. And I cried to Mom. I said, oh, am I over? Have I, have, I, have I finished? And she said, no, it'll come. Just, you know, take your time and come. And there was times where I had to take, you know, take the bull by the horn myself and, you know, go off for things. And it was... It was is what it is. It is what I expected. Were you back at home? Um, no, I actually stayed over in London for a week because I just needed to be. I stayed in hotel. I just needed to be on my own with no cameras or nobody, you know, saying Jesse, you're on in five minutes. And I just kind of, you know, took a, a, breath, a deep breath and then I went home and there was a homecoming and that was lovely. And I guess, what was the whole experience like for your family back home? Was it a terrible pressure for them to suddenly be in the limelight as well? It's all right for you because you want to be an actress and a singer, but for them, you know, there's a in Little Old Ireland and suddenly getting loads of limelight to be interesting. Um, you know, I don't think it even crossed their mind. You know, obviously my, my, my parents got, you know, phone calls from press and stuff and they just used to, we, we had to put through it, it, everything through the BBC and stuff. And I think they were just all really glad that I was getting to do what I loved doing. Honest to God, I, I don't think they, uh, they really thought about, oh, my sister's, you know, famous or my sister's on TV, you know, and my, one of my little sisters, Julia, one of her friends from school came up and was like, Oh, your sister's on television, isn't she? She's going to be famous. And Judah turned around and goes, My sister's not famous. My sister's just my sister. And I think that's always the way, you know, I'm still Jessie. And I go home at the weekend, you know, when I go home to Ireland and I walk around in my pajamas or, you know, we bring the dogs for a walk. Or, and I'll always, you know, no matter where my career goes, I'll hopefully stay myself. Well, no. Well, I, I I was in boarding school for five years, so being away from home wasn't uh, too much of a big. Well, that was in Ireland, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um, I've definitely had to grow up really quickly. Uh, I've had to, you know, start thinking about taxes and all that yucky stuff. Taxes. <laughs> um, but yeah, obviously, when you're having a crap weekend and you just want to go home and give your your mom to give you a hug or you know to cry and definitely there was times where I was going oh I just would love to be at home in you know going for a walk with my mom or something but she was always there at the end, other end of the phone and and when you went home, they had a homecoming reception. Yeah. yeah. What, what did that comprise? Was it in the church hall or something? Or the big banner saying, no. Welcome home, Jesse, we're proud of you. Um, 
it, yeah, it's funny. I, I first time, well, I flew into Kerry Airport, which is kind of like a cattle ship. It's so small, <laughs> and um, I flew in, and there was just a big group of people outside. I was just overwhelmed. I just, you know, I've seen people that I hadn't seen in months, and making the big trip out to the Kerry Airport, you know, <laughs> with posters, and my cousins and my nana was there, and. It was so nice, and then I went home, and the, you know I got changed, and because the, there was a. Um, you arrive in your green dress. No, I didn't actually. Funny that, isn't it? <laughs> you should have done. <laughs> um, no, I actually wore a white, the white dress from the final. Do they present you with the freedom of a city? Or no, it's a town. It's a town, not city in <laughs> um, No, they, there was a Garda escort up to the, because it, it was in the local football field and they put a stage up with a big flat screen TV and actually the town council kind of, you know, they had a reception and I met the mayor and all that kind of stuff, um, but it was really sweet and, you know, I, I sang a few songs, I was just overwhelmed, I just, the amount of people that came, you know, to say welcome home, Jesse, and it was so lovely. Was there one thing, one person, one comment that really moved you over the people congratulating you? One letter you got, one child? The whole, the whole thing that, you know, of people's support, it really did move me and I couldn't, you know, there was a few letters, you know, that I got from some girls my age, you know, who were in, who were in school and said, you know, I'm I'm being bullied and, you know, watching you perform, knowing that, you know, you've got turned away from things and you, you always, you haven't just sailed through this, you've had hills to climb, you you know, you've picked yourself up after, you know, getting a bad comment and, you know, they said, you made me do that and you kind of go, can I have that effect on people, you know, how is that possible? And it's just so nice to be able to know that you're letting somebody else know that, you know, cheesy and all as all you know as, as it sounds dreams do come true and mine really have i never expected you know to be saying hello to andrew lloyd Webber, or you know being in whichever none so and even since the show's finished the support is just it's just on i did a concert back at home and a few concerts back home in ireland and you know they have a, a fan website of jesse bucky no, and uh of them came over from England and you just go, oh, oh my god. <laughs> so it's part of it quite free, although you're delighted that these people are supporting you. It's part of it a little bit more, but behind it. Absolutely, yeah. you know, it, I kind of go, whoa, me? You've yeah. come to see me? Why? Why me? I, I only sing a few notes here and there. Um, but they go, you really had a big impact on us, and I go, oh, right. <laughs> it's a pinch me moment, kind of thing. How, how are you going to keep your feet on the ground? Very easy. I don't a huge amount of. Uh, I'm not. I'm not a completely confident person in myself. Even when I'm in in rehearsals, I'm going, oh, I'm not good enough to be be here, and you know, my family have been. They have, you know, they kept my feet on my ground, but I don't think I could be any other way. I, 
I don't ever want to be famous. I don't ever want to be. No, I mean, no, I mean, like it's that's not why I do this. It's because. Has there been anything happen with regard to fame that actually freaks you out? Actually, I was doing a concert a few weeks ago and there were some kids there and they were like, Oh, you're famous, aren't you? You know, and I was like, no. They're like, how would you become famous? And I just said to them, you should never want to become famous. You should just, you know, I don't. And it does scare me the thought of, you know, I love being an anonymous in London and I can go about doing my business without, you know, people, you know, without paparazzi or any of that stuff because that really would freak me out. If I do become famous, which I don't really want to be, um, I want to do it because I'm good at what I do. And if I get press, I want to be in papers because, you know, of what I do and not because I was seen in a, in a nightclub where it was, you know, and I, I'm not I'm not into that, into that kind of stuff. How much are you getting recognised in the street or people coming up to you? Like, not a lot, actually. Really? Has never happened? Well, it has happened, you know, uh, sometimes... You know, they go, do I know your face? And you go, maybe. Yeah, usually that's, that's, <laughs> that's usually a giveaway, but also the curly hair is kind of a... interesting you say that, because one week in I Do Anything, you came in with a completely different hairstyle, I'm sure. Is that Straight. And my wife and I said, she did, I mean, don't get me wrong, you always look like a but this week you really looked stunning. Oh. Me. And why doesn't she keep it like that? Because, not that it isn't nice, don't get me wrong, but I just think it's terrific. Oh, um, well, I, 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 I do straighten my hair sometimes, yeah. but I am curly haired and, you know, I yeah, want to be. proud of your I'm proud of my curls, they're me, and, you know, I suppose that's how, you know, people people know me as kind of a, a tear away curly haired girl, I suppose. Um, but yeah, it's nice to be able to do, do a change. I mean, I'm an 18-year-old girl who, you know, who likes variety in their styles. <laughs> Are you more recognised in Ireland? I imagine so. Well, I imagine so you'd like to go home to Ireland and be anonymous because that's where it's all home is and you can just close the curtains and be with your family. But however, it's probably more difficult for you. Yeah, no, it is. And when you go home, you know, you want to go home for a break. And I was home a few weeks ago and, you know, the telephone was ringing. They heard I was at, I was home and there was a few chat shows and stuff. And I was like, I'm just coming home for a little sleep. So, yeah, no, it is hard. And when I, it's fine. I don't, I don't really notice it. I just get on with life as normal. And I just sit down and have a nice meal with my parents and my, my sisters and... You know, meet my nana after a few months and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm normal. I meet up with my friends from primary school that you know I'm still best friends with, and I'm st like I said, I'm still just Jesse. I'm not Jesse was on TV or anything like that. Do people refer to you as Jesse from I Do Anything? Are you known as is that your whole title now? Not Jesse Buckley, but Jesse from I Do Anything. I, at home in Ireland, it's more. I, I watched you on television, Jesse. You're on. You're great in television. I'm going. Oh, thanks, but you know, <laughs> I've moved on. Um, but hopefully, I think it was for a few weeks afterwards, but now I think it's kind of calmed down. <laughs> and has there been any negative comments to you? Has anyone said anything out of jealousy or just saying you weren't very good or something? No, everybody's been really supportive. I, I, I couldn't, couldn't have asked. You know, my, my family and friends have just been 
incredible. Nobody's been nasty to me. I've been lucky because, you know, you think of maybe, oh God, maybe I'll get eggs thrown at me or something like that. No, I didn't. I escaped that one. And um, do you find that people are treating you differently now? Because you're well known, because you've had this success on TV and everything. Do you find that people are not quite the same around They don't really know how to behave around you almost because they're kind of in all of this success. Not at all, really. You know. I'm just the way I was before I started the show. So, <laughs> pardon the pun. <laughs> exactly. No, I am, and I treat them as I would treat anybody. You know. So. And how do you feel now, um, renting a flat in London? And uh, I mean, does that seem terribly grown up? And you, like, you are, as you say, not even 19 yet. Hmm. Definitely. I mean, it is scary. I, I will admit, I. I find it, sometimes I find, oh, it'd be nice to just live at home for a while. <laughs> but I love being independent and I am a really independent person. And it's a really good learning curve for me, you know. I do have to think, electricity bill, council tax. <laughs> and, I mean, you have to do it sometime and I'm just getting a early start on everybody else, I suppose. But it's been a while since you did, I think it was April that ended, I do anything. And, uh you haven't started in this yet, but I imagine you're already contracted. You've had a few months of presumably no income at all, have you? Mm, no, I had a few concerts here and there, so that's been ticking me over. I did a, a World Cattle Breeders Conference a few weeks ago. <laughs> so, you know, just whatever. Are you now like 10 grand a night? Absolutely not. <laughs> When do they expect you to come on in the green dress and sort of be dancing contestant again? Or? No. Right. Hmm. I hope not because they're disappointed if so. Do you think you'll get married in that dress? Absolutely not. <laughs> I can safely put my hand in my heart and say no green dress is involved. <laughs> How worried were your parents leaving you in London you know, after the show had finished and you know, having to fend for yourself? And, uh, <laughs> I love London and my parents know how, you know, how independent I am and they, they weren't worried for me because, I mean, it's, London is in Afghanistan, you know, it's not that dangerous, you know. <laughs> uh, well, if it is, I am very um, So they were fine, they were, they just, you know, said, I'm always at the end of the phone if anything does happen to you and I have got friends here and I've got, you know, the people in Surrey and stuff like that, so. I can, I do have an English family away from home, you know, so, and that's nice. What has become of all the other dancers, apart from Tony, obviously, what are the others up to? Samantha Burks is playing Sally Bowles in Cabaret, which is meant to be fantastic. Um, Rachel is in We Will Rock You in town. I went to see her and she was just phenomenal. I just, I was so proud of her. Amy Bootsfield is in Sound of Music, playing one of the nuns. Francesca Jackson's on tour in a Barry Manilow musical with Siobhan Dillon, actually, from Maria. Tara is in Joseph on tour. Everybody's doing stuff. Sarah Lark is going in, you know, going into Oliver and stuff like that, so. And what do you think that says about those shows? Do you think it means that they're good, they're good news? Because some people think it's not right that those shows happen, that they catapult people from obscurity, not even drama school, and straight into... Cool. <laughs> um, um, it is, like, it is a great pedestal, I mean, 
I definitely wouldn't be where I am today if I if I hadn't done that show. But I think people are, you know, they accept it now and they're open-minded about it. And, you know, I came and auditioned for this, not as Nancy, but as Jessie. And I w- if I'd gone to drama school, I'd still be coming, coming to this audition and hoping to get it. And I think... You know, I didn't just get it from Nancy. I didn't walk in and they said, oh, you've got the part, don't sing. I had three auditions and I hopefully deserved, you know, my part. Now that you're out there and you're one of the hot ones at the moment because you've just come out of the series, are you kind of hoping secretly that there won't be another one for a while because there will be another 10 or 12 young ladies with talent? To be honest, it doesn't really bother me. I mean... It's a chance, like like Andrew and Cameron said, you know, this is a chance for us to pick people out of normal public life and find talent that mightn't be, you know, that mightn't be found. So. And look no, he's. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, absolutely not. No, I, I have huge respect for Andrew, and I always I always really respect him. You know. When. I got I've got no offers and I don't think it's my scene to be honest. Really? Yeah. No. Your no. parents kill you if you did that I just am not really interested, right. to be honest. Like I said I want to be I want to be impressed because of what I do not because of who I am. What about making an album? Ethan's just done an album, live in Galway. Will it be you live in Kalani? <laughs> um, not, not for, not, not at the moment. But maybe, maybe in a few years or something. But I, re- I really want to work on my acting at the moment. And uh, when you're catapulted into a situation like this, do you kind of get carried away sometimes because everyone's talking about you during that time? Maybe you'll be a movie star and you're better Hollywood. And you'll, you know, <laughs> is it difficult not to get carried away? It's not, I don't, I want to go to Hollywood because like, I want to be, I want to get an, an, an audition and you know, they think I'm right for the part. Obviously you go, oh, I'd really like to go into film or I'd like to go into TV, but I really, I really want to try a lot of things. I want to try straight theatre, I want to try, I absolutely adore Shakespeare. I want to try that, I want to, you know, try, try film, TV, I just want to get as many experiences as I can. And it doesn't, you know, whether I'm film, if I end up filming in Hollywood or Ireland <laughs> or London, you know. Have you heard any offers like films or No. Do you miss the TV exposure? Do you miss being on telly every Saturday night or Sunday night? Uh, no, I don't. I, for me, it was never about being on TV. It was about getting the opportunity to perform and to you know, hopefully land the role of a lifetime as Nancy. Um, so no, I don't, I don't even know so. Have your family, or even has yourself, um, spoiled yourself in some way to reward yourself with a fantastic achievement? Mm-hmm. Did you go out and buy a nice Porsche or something? No. Like <laughs> a smart dress with Chanel or something? <laughs> no. Yeah, I've, I've treated myself a few times, but not, not on anything. Uh, probably a dress from a top shop or <laughs> something like that. But yeah, it's nice to be able to say, yeah, I did okay there. I deserve a little treat now. You are um, something very charming. You're very ambitious underneath, aren't you? What makes you so ambitious? Passion. I'm very passionate about things that I love to do. And I think that's what makes me very ambitious. 
How much of your life is devoted to your career now? 100%. Really? 100%. 100% is towards my career. You have to in this business. You have to be... It's, it's tough. It is really tough. And things, you know, you have months where you're waiting for the phone to ring to say you've got the part. And when you get that, you need to be 100% focused. I still have fun. I still, you know, I, I go to cinema, I do normal things. I go shopping. I, you know, I cook. I... So you, you have to have a balance, maybe 50-50 with, you kind of, 51% and 49% of, uh, you do really need to be determined to get, to get a career in this industry. Are you quite careful with how much spending you very well got a bit of a recession on the moment? Absolutely. You never <laughs> uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm turning lights off every time. <laughs> no, I shop carefully, I... I, I like the odd bargain. I like who doesn't like to get a, a good deal on something. You're still a bit of a kid in the sweet shop with the bars and I just can't believe it. Yeah. Um, I think I've got used to it now. I think I mean it, it is my home now. Um, I'm a true Londoner. <laughs> so you know your way around. Yeah, I, I know my way around. I absolutely love it. I, I honestly, I don't think I could I could leave. As much as I love it, it's nice to go home, but it's also nice to come back to this at home as well. Have you ever watched the whole series back? Have you got it on DVD at home? Yeah, sometimes, you know, if there's nothing else on, I'll go, oh, yeah, and it's, it's nice to look back at memoirs. <laughs> so you replay the final, hoping that's a different <laughs> No. I'm sure I'll win this one. <laughs> this time. No, no. Maybe this time. Yeah. <laughs> did you watch the whole thing or did you find it hard to watch it actually? I did find it hard. But now I, I look back and I look at the good times I had. I definitely I did find it hard, definitely. I have visions of you in the, in your darkened hotel room. Twitching. <laughs> um no no, I didn't watch it that week. <laughs> um no I, I did find it hard. But like I said you get over it. It's just it's nice to kind of Look at the journey that you went through as well. And I definitely felt I got, you know, I got stronger in myself as I went through. And was when there a moment though you thought I blew it? Well, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. What was that? Uh, this week I sang Christina Aguilera's Fighter. I was like, I'm a goner. Bye. Well, I just didn't. I didn't do myself justice. But I'm not a pop singer at the end of the day, and I don't want to be. No, that song is it's Christina Aguilera's and she, that's what she's really good at, but I'm not. And I have strengths and weaknesses too, and I'm not perfect at all. <laughs> but absolutely not, believe me. Where would you like to go from here? What would be your, I mean, a good running course, I'm sure you get great numbers. What would you like to do next? I don't know, anything. Um, not anything, but like, I'm not going to plan my future. I think I, I, I'm a huge believer in faith. I think if the right thing comes along for me, hopefully, I, you know, it, it'll, it'll come and I'll be able to do myself justice. Um, but for the moment, to be involved in a show like this, this is this is just a dream come true. Maybe you have the ages of your siblings, please. They're all under the age of 16. <laughs> Not at all. I, I just said go follow your dreams. You know, some you know, some want to do completely opposite things to me and 
good for them. I hope, you know, and I'll do anything to help them achieve that. I still do anything. I do anything. Oh God, it's going to haunt me for the rest of my life, isn't it? <laughs> and and uh, you're in this for until January? Until March the 8th. And then what do you want to do? I don't know, I'll, I'll just, wherever my yellow brick room takes me, I'll, I'll, I'll go along with it. We'll see, we'll see what happens. That was, um, it was incredible, it was really, really incredible. Um, to be kind of up on the stage with people like Elaine Page and Steve Balsamo and I used to be up on the table pretending to be them back at home. You know, with Dinah Menzel and Maria Friedman who are just, it's just incredible. And to think that Andrew, you know, believes in you that much that he, he thinks that you can, you know, be on the stage with people like that. I was pinching myself. I had a really good time and we had such a laugh and it was just really good fun. I was so nervous and oh my god it was just, I was so nervous and I had to go out completely in character or else I wouldn't have been able to do it. I would, I would, I would have got stage fright. Um, so luckily enough uh, Steve Wilson was in Gethsemane before me as Jesus so I was able to fall in love with my Jesus. Do you secretly aspire to being the level of a lay page and Nadine and Manzel and all that stuff? Do you hope to be that kind of so youngsters are coming up to you and saying, I know I've said this so many times, but I just want to be—I just want to be able to do myself proud and do, you know, be good at what I do. And you know, it's—it's it's, be lovely to get, you know, to get support and stuff. But for me, it's just—it's just about my passion. That's, that's all that really matters. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to finally meet you. <laughs>